Hey church, I want to come to you this week with a different kind of message than I've come with in the past. Uh, most of the messages have been encouraging us to continue to rejoice in what God has done, to, to live boldly and confidently uh, in front of a lost and dying world, uh, to go out of our way to love others, to advance the kingdom. And the message this week, still an encouragement, but maybe in a different direction uh, than where we've gone before. I want to encourage us this week to mourn. Mourning is something that we as Christians can really struggle with because it kind of feels like it only fits in a funeral. Every, everything outside of that, we should just be rejoicing, singing, and happy all the time. You can certainly get that message online if you watch too many Christian uh, sermons and, and videos put out there. What do we have to be down about? Look at what Jesus has done. We're blessed. But what we find in the scriptures, uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, Solomon, the wisest man ever to live, he counseled us that, man, there is a time to rejoice and a time to sing, a time to live life and party. And there's also a time to weep and to mourn. And I think we find ourselves in one of those times now. I, I want to approach this from two different angles today. First of all is a time to mourn. For many of us, like I said previously, it feels like mourning only belongs in a funeral. There's a number uh, in our church body who recently have had family pass and they've been dealing with mourning and missing that loved one and trying to figure out a new way through life without that loved one in their life. And for many of us, again, that's where we've put mourning. That's where it belongs, unless it's something of that magnitude. For many of us going forward, we, we may statistically probably will know someone who contracts the coronavirus potentially even dies from it. Statistically, pretty much everyone is going to be affected by this in one way or another. And we kind of say that will be a time to mourn. And you can kind of only mourn if it's something like that. But what we find in the scriptures is something different. Let's look at the words of Jesus in the book of Matthew. Jesus says this to everyday listeners, not to those at a funeral, but he says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Listen, as we look around at life around us right now, there's a lot to mourn about. There's a lot to grieve. There's a lot that we've lost, whether that's a loss of income and security, whether that's a loss of the vacation you plan to take, whether that's a loss of what your spring was going to look like. Now there's kids in the house all day, every day. You can't go out, you can't travel. Things have changed. I spent time on a call this morning with someone who, who was just lamenting like, man, I, I don't get to see my grandkids. I don't get to hold them and hug them and it's just not the same over FaceTime. And I encouraged that person, grieve that loss. We have truly lost things during this time. And yes, while it may not be the death of someone that we love, it's still a death to us. We had plans, we had dreams, we had hopes for what this time would look like. And it doesn't look like that. The healthiest thing that we can do is to grieve those things. Now, we also find over in 1 Thessalonians 4, Paul talking to the church there, and he's speaking in terms of death, someone actually dying. But he says that we don't mourn as the world mourns without hope. We as the people of God, we balance this grieving and mourning with hope. What does that look like for us? 
Find something, you're not going to have to look far, that you have lost because of this time. Again, maybe it's something extremely significant, a job, the ability to see and visit loved ones and family. Maybe it's something smaller, like in my family, we had planned to go on vacation next week. Vacation is canceled. Doesn't end the world, but we still have to grieve a loss. Something we were looking forward to is not open to us now. And so what do we do with those things? How do we mourn and grieve with hope? We take those things to the Lord and we go, Lord, I was really looking forward to this. Lord, I am really missing this. Lord, this was something I I had put a lot of hope into and it's gone. And that hurts me. I, I experience loss because of that. And we take it to him just openly like that. And we allow him to minister to us. Again, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Many of us have kept ourselves from mourning or grieving anything because there are those who have lost so much and it can feel petty or small to be worried about my job, my vacation, my springtime, whatever it may be. But the truth is those are losses. And when we bring them to God, we find his comfort. We find his blessing on us. So take some time over the next few days to grieve some of the things that you've lost. Maybe it's helpful to write some of them down, to journal them, to talk with someone in your family and say, what are some things that we're sad about? And to spend a little time just grieving those. I wish these could happen. I wish this hadn't happened, but here we are. Look, for some of these things, it's gonna take about two minutes to grieve, but that's gonna be such a healing time. Some of these are gonna take a lot longer because the implications go a lot deeper. Don't run away from it, church. Spend some time grieving losses, mourning this week so that we can be comforted and blessed going forward. God bless you, church. I hope that that as we bring these things and we lay him at his feet, that we see him in a brand new way. God bless you.